listening to the My Pet Podcast, the show for pet lovers of Australia and around the world. Proudly brought to you by Australia's trusted online pet supply store, Vet and Pet Direct. Hello, this is Dr. Glenn for the My Pet Podcast. Uh, today I'll be talking about urinary incontinence in dogs. Look, both male and female dogs can get urinary incontinence um, at different stages of their lives and the different potential causes for incontinence um, is uh, largely dictated by the both the sex and also the life stage that they're in. So we'll talk about the numerous different causes um, and some of the potential treatments um, and diagnostic things that we need to do to diagnose and see what's going on. So what is urinary incontinence? Um, urinary incontinence is leaking of urine um, from the vulva or from the penis um, of the dog, basically. The presentation of that can be different. Um, some pets will leak urine while they're awake. That is certainly less common. Um, and some pets will leak urine all the time. And some pets will leak urine only when they're asleep. And that's an important uh, differentiating factor as to what of the potential things that could be causing it um, and some of the treatments for it as well. So female dogs, um, when they're de-sexed, um, certainly um, is reasonably common to get a hormonal incontinence um, in de-sexed female dogs. That seems to be a little bit more common in early de-sexed female dogs. So um, pets from welfare agencies and RSPCAs and that sort of thing um, are often de-sexed at six to eight weeks of age, which is certainly an increased risk of urinary incontinence later in life. Um, they talk about a 10 to 12% risk, um, lifetime risk um, for pets that are de-sexed um, before puberty um, and particularly early desexing at that six to eight week mark. Um, if they're desexed at six months or older, um, that lifetime risk drops to about 5%, but it's still you know, still a reasonable incidence. Um, and that's directly because the desexing process takes away the ovaries and there isn't any female sex hormones floating around the body anymore. And those female sex hormones seem to be important for um, the urethral sphincter tone. Um, so the tone of the little sphincter that keeps the urine in the bladder, essentially. Um, hormonal incontinence is primarily a nocturnal problem. So when the pet is asleep problem, so that doesn't obviously happen at night, but you'll classically see um, pet fall asleep um, and they wake up in a puddle of their own wee or it's on their bed. Um, or sometimes when they first get up, it'll drip um, because it's been accumulating um, in their vagina, but essentially it's a nocturnal or a nighttime or a, a sleep problem. So um, hormonal incontinence has got a couple of different treatments. Um, it is the only condition that responds to hormone replacement therapy. Um, in dogs, there's a registered product um, which um, supplies supplemental hormones in oral form. Um, there is some various um, natural remedies that claim to supply enough um, uh, female sex hormone um, in an oral form that can be active against treating that but certainly there's a prescription medication that we've been using for years and years and years um, that is very effective for hormonal incontinence um, no prescription medication is without potential side effects um, and the very rare potential side effects of that hormone um, can be quite nasty um, I haven't seen it in 24 years of practice but it does happen so that's a discussion to have with your vet once you've got a diagnosis certainly um, there's another medication that we use, um, propanolil, which is a, a newer medication. It's been out for 10 or 12 years, I think, in practice, um, and it is usually a um, quite a good treatment for that problem as well, and it can treat some of the other causes of urinary incontinence as well. So once you've got a diagnosis, which is the most important thing, um, then you go through um, 
what your treatment options are with your vet. But certainly um, there are other causes of incontinence in both male and female dogs, but the hormonal incontinence is certainly the most common one that I see in practice. Look, um, depending on the age of the pet, any puppies or younger dogs under the age of 12 months realistically um, should be assessed by the vet, um, as all dogs should be if they have got a urinary incontinence problem. But if you have got an incontinence problem early on in life, um, there are some developmental disorders that can occur where the plumbing just isn't in the right spot, basically and you get leakage of urine um, because it's bypassing the bladder and not accumulating the bladder. One of the ureters coming from the kidneys could be emptying um, in a different spot or just bypassing the normal sort of sphincter control mechanism. So some of those pets need um, radiographs and and specialist imaging um, through ultrasound and um, contrast x-rays to diagnose what's going on there. So certainly plumbing problems, uh, which essentially usually become a surgical problem um, that the specialists need to deal with, um, are not a common problem but in a young young pet with incontinence that's one of the things that we need to consider um, definitely urinary tract infections regardless of age um, particularly in female dogs can cause um, urinary incontinence um, if you've got infection around that little sphincter mechanism that's supposed to hold that urine in it doesn't work properly and um, and you can get urinary incontinence from that so part of the investigation that your vet will normally do is get a urinary um sample and um, have a look at that under the microscope and do some tests with it to see is there any sign of infection there. They will also diagnose if um, the urine is more dilute than it should be because there's a number of different disorders that uh, increase either water consumption or uh, increase the amount of urine that's produced that can certainly cause urinary incontinence just because of an overflow effect there's just so much urine being produced um, particularly when the pet's asleep but sometimes when they're awake um, that you end up with a urinary incontinence problem. And then those sort of disease processes like diabetes and kidney disease, um, hyperadrenocorticism, which is a, a cortisone metabolism problem, um, and some medications like oral cortisone um, that's known to increase the amount of um, urine output. Some um, heart patients, we put on diuretics to shift fluid and they end up weighing so much that they um, certainly incontinence becomes an issue for them. So there's a number of different yeah, disease states and medications that can, that can cause overproduction of urine and you end up with incontinence because of that. Um, urinary tract stones um, can certainly cause problems, again, more so in females and males, but um, yeah, urinary stones, um, bladder stones can cause um, that sphincter mechanism to become um, damaged and, again, another cause for urinary incontinence. Nerve damage, um, whether that's through um, spinal cord problems like arthritis, disc disease, um, there's some neurological degeneration diseases, particularly in German Shepherds, that we see that the the nerves that supply that sphincter become um, less able to make that sphincter to work properly and can cause incontinence troubles. Some of those pets will respond to sort of general anti-arthritic medications and that sort of thing. Um, Occasionally becomes a surgical problem if you've got a collapsed disc um, and the spinal um, can now needs stabilising surgically, um, so there's all those things to, to look into if it's a, you know, a middle-aged to older-aged pet, um, that's one of the disease processes that come into, um, come into play. Um, and the other main one with male dogs, um, particularly entire male dogs, uh, is a prostate disorder. So enlargement of the prostate um, can cause um, problems with that urethral sphincter mechanism um, and you know, cancerous processes in both male and female dogs, um, bladder cancer, bladder neck cancer troubles near that sphincter can cause troubles as well so look bottom line is 
it's not normal for any dog anytime to be leaking urine, whether they're awake or asleep. Um, and if you see that symptom um, and your pet hasn't done it before, um, it's not normal. So I would recommend you know, contacting your vet, um, booking in for a consultation, and they will most likely um, want you to bring in a urine sample if possible um, to assess that urine to look for any sort of disease processes and start that diagnostic pathway from happening. But there are certainly treatments for most, if not all, of those diseases. Um, some of them are relatively simple and some of them are quite difficult. Um, but the main thing is, yeah, get a diagnosis, see what's going on, and um, a correct treatment will be recommended from there. And that is the go with urinary incontinence in dogs. Thanks, guys.